What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to another Batman News Weekly. This is episode 199 in a year four, and we don't have much to talk about. But that doesn't mean that this podcast isn't going to be three hours because, well, that's just what we do sometimes. Um, but what's up, Clay? How'd your, uh, how'd your weekend go? How'd your, how's your day been? Uh, it's been pretty good. You know, I, I like we said at the last episode, I was... Uh... Uh, house sitting for two weeks and i'm glad to finally be back home um it's a lot nicer over there but you know um a more comfortable bed over here to be completely honest Mm -hmm. um but yeah uh it's been fun uh took my daughter swimming for the first time over that time Mm -hmm. it was really fun um my dog jumped in the pool that was kind of crazy and hectic um but yeah uh so far really really fun kind of crazy with you know schoolwork and everything but you know overall pretty good times nice nice yeah i went to anime expo on monday uh first time traveling since post-covid and everything like that and not a great experience you know i will really? say that. i, 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 I talked about that i missed your stream i talked about it on stream so i don't want to talk shit on anime expo necessarily because it was a lot of stuff that kind of played a factor into my bad experience. Uh, just a quick TLDR. Uh, I had bought my friend a badge to... Well, it's not TLDR, but it's a quick story. Um, I bought my friend a badge. So he, I was like, yo, you pick me up from the airport and drop me off my hotel at night. And like, I'll buy your badge. And he was like, all right, cool. So I do that. And I'm in my mind, I'm like, all right, I haven't seen my friend in years. We're probably going to hang out until like fucking 10 o'clock because I have a flight at like 5 in the morning, right? So I'm just like, all right, we're going to hang out the whole day. Well, he picks me up. He's like, yo, you want to get some breakfast? And I'm like, I'm not a big breakfast person. I don't know if you are or not. Like, I'll grab some tacos or whatever. I'm not really a breakfast person. Yeah, I try not to, especially when I'm traveling, because I'm like, if I eat something bad in a place I've never been before, it fucks up my whole day. Yeah. And so we go to this place called King Taco. Fuck you, King Taco. Um, And we're in California. And here's the thing is, where we're from... Our Mexican food is different different than California Mexican food. Yes, you know, it is. Their tacos are fucking on corn tortilla. We're using flour tortillas. Like, we actually have breakfast tacos. They have burritos. Like, that's kind of what they use for their flour tortillas and shit. I'm like, what the fuck? So, I'm like, oh, shit. I can't get my tried and true bean and cheese taco. Like, I'm going to fucking, what do I do here? So, I pivot because I'm like, I don't want a burrito. That's a lot of shit so early in the morning, like at 8 o'clock. Yeah. So, I'm like, chicken quesadilla easy money like that's who fucks up chicken quesadillas right yeah. and so i get this chicken quesadilla dude one it's like flimsy as fuck i mean i, I that's okay fine whatever yeah i open it up a little bit bro the chicken inside just looks like they fucking boil chicken and cut it up like that's what it seems like and they oh, just cover no. it in cheese it doesn't have grill marks on it or anything like that you know what i mean like i'm just like oh no and so I eat like two, three, like two of the three <laughs> slices, and I'm like, I hope I'm gonna be good. Get to Anime Con, getting a little bit of bubble guts, and oh, I was just no. like, but I was just like fighting through it. But you know how when you're fighting, through, you're just uncomfortable when you're yeah. just like, okay, I'm just not gonna do it. So just imagine having that uncomfortable feeling. Had to make a couple of trips to the bathroom, and then like Anime Expo, just in general, kind of disappointing, man. San Diego Comic Con has spoiled my perception of cons like i have been to the tippy top i have been to the everest of comic cons and um anything else other than that i'm just like it was okay 
Um, but it's also like, I don't know, man. There was a lot of people there, but I didn't think it was definitely wasn't as packed as the weekend. But I was expecting more, dude. The vending kind of trash, in my opinion. Like really? everybody kind of had the same figures, you know, like those um the figures you can buy for like 20, 30 bucks. Like I have a few of them, but like yeah. they're, they're decently looking figures, but it's like everybody had those. They had like I don't know. They they had like the plastic toys that you could buy that are like the swords and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. And like I was just kind of hoping there was going to be a lot more. And because like at Comic Con, dude, when you go, there are like vendors that make like authentic badass like uh, comic jackets and stuff, you know, or they have like authentic replica weapons. Like they have like the legit shit that you can spend hundreds of dollars on. So I was expecting like, oh yeah, they'll have that for anime, right? wasn't really the case and dude the most disappointing i cannot believe you disappointed me here anime expo 18 plus section garbage so really yeah dude it's just stuff you would find on like reddit like it's just like oh tiffa with her boobs out or whatever like it's (laughs) just like i was so like i was expecting to be more degenerate and it was boring and i was like y'all let me down degens y'all let me down so bad um but yeah other than that like it was just kind of basic but i want to say that i probably also uh by the way like i said i thought my friend was gonna be able to hang out with me the whole time dude he had a heart out at five that i didn't know about and so like not the fault to him i don't want to shit on my friend anything like that he's a really good dude he's awesome i just i should have been more proactive and been like yo we hanging out the whole day you know what i mean that should have been me uh, Cause he does have a family and you know? I'm not going to hate on people that got families or anything like that. I just, I, I just assumed that we were going to be hanging out the whole time. So mm-hmm. dude, I ended up being at my hotel, like at four and fucking chilled in my hotel until I went to fucking, I got on my plane. Like yeah. it, it kind of sucks. So uh, I also don't recommend anybody to travel in 24 hours. Don't fucking do it. Do not get on a plane. And then the next day you're coming home. Don't do it. Get at least two nights wherever you're traveling and minimum. Cause if your first day is bad, you at least got the second day. So words of advice. Um, but yeah, so that was kind of my whole weekend kind of uh, traveling situation. But speaking of uh, Anime Expo, um, we will be covering one topic, one big topic that I think took over Twitter for a little bit. Yeah. Uh, that came out. We kind of touched on it on the last podcast. But the first thing we're going to talk about is a very quick bit of news uh, for any card game players out there. Uh, I know this is a big thing for Clay. Um, but there is a uh, beta test, 24-7 beta test that starts Friday for DC Dual Force. Now, Clay, what the fuck is this? Yeah, so if you have ever played Hearthstone, this is literally a Hearthstone clone. Okay. Um, but with DC characters. Uh, in all honesty, it is actually really fun. Nice. Um it's it's a lot of fun to watch. I never got the chance to get into the alpha beta that I was a part of. Mm-hmm. Um, just had some things busy because it only had an open window of like four hours a day for these three days. Uh-huh. And it's like, uh, I didn't really have time to really do much uh, with that time. So I just didn't even try. Yeah. Um, but I am going to be jumping in um, with this uh, 24-7 beta. Uh, I did have a key. I had an extra key. I did gift you one. Um, yeah, I was busy too. <laughs> no, and, but... but if you still have that beta key, it still works for this 24 7. Oh, okay. Yes. Because nice. it says anybody with keys. And so that is a key. Nice. So um, it will be open. 
Um, let's see here. For 24-7, starting July 7th at 1 p.m. Eastern time, um, you just have to, it says here, if you don't have uh, a key, uh, you can visit the dualforce.com and click a beta registration. Uh, and, you know, eventually you will be getting a key eventually. Uh, so it's not for an exclusive group of individuals. Anybody yeah. can do it. Um, so, yeah, uh, it's really, really fun. There's different type of architects of decks and stuff. It's a 40 card deck that you build. Damn. Um, they've already said that purchases will be available on this beta. Um, but, and they like, roll over? I believe they do. Because that would be fucked up if they don't. I believe they do. Because now, there, there was a game. I forgot a game that came out. Um, oh my god, what game was it? Where you could actually start the game, but then when the actual game came out, it made you reset. And like a lot of people were pissed about that. Oh, I know a couple games that have done that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, I think it was multiverses. Multiverses, like you were able to get your characters and stuff, and then like when it started well, over, like you didn't you had to redo it. Yeah, I th- I think because they are just about to come back from like and do a full launch. So everything oh, really? else they they are like they're like, oh, everything is going to be actually for free. So, like, you can get all the skins right now mm-hmm. if you absolutely want to. But as soon as the game, like, officially launches, everything disappears. Yeah, so it's yeah. Just that's like, that's dumb. stupid. Yeah. Um, but uh, with this game, uh, they actually gave some really big uh, card gaming streamers mm-hmm. a master code key, oh. which gave them literally every single card. Oh, yeah. They do that a lot. Yeah. So, it's just yeah. like... Uh, they I hope do I that with. Fall I Guys hope I don't run into you in 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 beta because then I automatically lose. Yeah. Um. But yeah, this is. I was a big Hearthstone gamer uh, a couple years ago. Uh, didn't really grab me as much as I thought it was going to. But mm-hmm. because this is DC related, I'm gonna have a lot of fun with it. I've already seen a lot of people create some decks that I'm kind of of uh, these different types of like leaders that you build. Um, as far as uh, like who you choose for the decks, uh, Batman is a really cool uh, technical individual that can like uh, destroy cards very easily. And there's just a whole bunch of mechanics in it. It's, it yeah. looks really, really fun. I'm really excited to start it. I've never been able to um, like really get into the. It's like, here's the thing I, I consider myself a gamer, I can hold it down with doing certain things. But, like, I will never be the type of gamer that learns every in and out of a game. I, that's not me. So I can never be a pro, I think. Yeah. Like, the be like I, I think I can hold my own in Apex. Like, I think I'm pretty good at Apex. But I'm not the kind of guy that's like, oh, yeah, I know how to exactly to wall jump to get this angle to be able to shoot down. Like, yeah, I don't fucking know how to do all of that shit. Like, yeah. or the way the people, oh, yeah, oh, yeah. If you actually run with Wraith at this pace and then you do this thing, but you also do this thing at the same time, like she gets an extra 0.2 seconds. Those, of like, ex- those you know, extra sweaty characters. Yeah. Uh, players. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just don't know how to do that. Or like, uh, like games like Elden Ring, right? Where you can make potions or do all that shit. I don't fucking know, dude. I just get a sword and I hack until I beat the game. Like, yeah. that's what I do. So when it comes to card games, like, I, they look cool. Like, Yu Gi Oh!'s card game looks fucking awesome. And yeah. so, like, I'm like, and you could also like role play with that if you want to to make it more interesting, which I think is funny. And <laughs> so, um, I like watching those people play it. Do I understand it? Fuck no, I don't understand what any of it means. The only time I understand it is when like this card wipes out every you know event on the playing field. I'm like, okay, well, yeah, use that one. 
You know? I will say this, the the really big card game right now that's like sweeping the mobile and PC uh, space is Marvel Snap. It's a game mm-hmm. that I love to play. I watch videos on it literally almost every single day. I'm really into the game. Um, one thing that DC Dual Force has over that game is that it has a, uh, a PVE mode. So it's mm-hmm. not always PVP. It's not always you're facing somebody, which is okay. what Marvel Snap does. Uh, DC Dual Force has this cool uh, interactive uh, story mode where like you go into a comic and the ones that I've seen on the beta are the New 52 Justice League Um, and you go into that storyline and so you'll be Batman because that's kind of where it starts and you'll uh, partner up with Green Lantern because that's how it is in the very beginning of that run Mm -hmm. and you eventually have to fight uh, oh You'll have to uh, eventually fight Superman because Mm -hmm. that's what happens in the comic. And so you'll duel Superman and it goes into each of those scenarios throughout that comic series. Yeah. And so that's cool. Um, I think that will give you the upper hand on at least learning. So that way you don't have to jump in, you know, neck deep with the PvP and people are just destroying you every single time. Yeah. Like you actually get to learn how to play the game before you can actually play the game with others, yeah. which is really fun. Yeah, the only card game I'm playing right now is Genshin Impact built a card game into the game. So, I've been playing that and like you can get like you can actually invite all the characters to this particular place and like battle them to get their player cards. So you're not having to like, you know, spend money on cards or anything like that, which I think is cool cuz you already spend enough on the fucking characters. Like Yeah. They're like, "Oh yeah, spend money on the cards too." Like it wouldn't be it wouldn't Oh be no, I, I I saw I saw how much you dropped the other day. Yeah, um, yeah. I think it was yeah. yesterday that you posted. I was like, "Oh." Yeah, yeah, I dropped uh trying to get another Eula and it's just not working. It's not <laughs> working. I've spent more than that already. So like um I've only got her once. I need to get her two more times. But uh yeah, so pretty crazy stuff. But yeah, so if you guys are into card games and you want to play something new, uh definitely check out DC Dual Forces cuz it may or may not be a pretty popular game. But moving on from that, ladies and gentlemen, let's talk about the biggest thing that people have been talking about. And uh, the welcoming of, it's going to be official now, Harley Quinn can officially be said to be a waifu because she is now an anime. So we talked about this last week a little bit. There was supposed to be, there was rumors of a project that was going to be an isekai from uh, Wit Studios and uh, WB Japan uh, about some DC characters possibly being in a show. Now we thought, it would probably revolve around two original main characters or something like that that die that go into a world that has, you know, kind of like Batman or, or you know, Superman or somebody in it. And they'll just be like cameos, right? That's what I thought it was going to be. Wasn't expecting it to be Suicide Squad, the fucking Isekai. So, from my understanding, if we're going with the terms of Isekai where characters die, um, Harley Quinn and Joker possibly dying and going to an isekai world is what it seems like. It's going to be very interesting to see how this plays out. Yeah. Um, The art looks awesome. I love the animation. Mm -hmm. Um, And it was, it was like, I know what isekai is. Yeah. So when watching the trailer, I was like, this is just suicide squad. And then all of a sudden you see a fucking dragon. I'm like, what the fuck uh so yeah like uh this is gonna be very interesting they showed um as far as they i i was on twitter that day mm-hmm. 
I saw the screenshots and I posted the screenshots uh, before the actual trailer came out on yeah. Discord. Uh, you see, of course, Joker in what people are calling like uh, sad boy Joker uh, yeah. <laughs> already. Um, you see that cosplay really cool... is going to get done a lot. Oh, yeah. 100%. You're going to see yeah. this a whole lot. Um, we are actually looking at it right now via the uh, system that we're using. Uh, you see the dragon, you see like, uh, like, uh, freaking goblins or like warthog head people with like yeah. freaking axes and stuff. It looks crazy. Amanda Waller shows up here. So I, I wonder like if it's intentional for them to go to this other world mm -hmm. and like, maybe it's a mission of some kind because I can you know, see that. Like Amanda Waller learning that there's another world that could be dangerous to the DC world, you know, yeah. she's like, oh, we got to destroy it. You know, I feel like it's a is is a good enough plot line. I would really like to see how this is not just like a one time thing, though. You know, yeah. I'd like to see how it can keep moving forward, because a lot of people have said, oh, the Suicide Squad can be crazy because it can have so many different members and stuff, which mm -hmm. Is true, and with this being an anime, uh, an anime and an isekai, you kind of have the luxury of killing off a lot of characters. Yeah. Um, but you know, we were really excited about the Suicide Squad game, and that didn't really turn out very well as yeah. far as the gameplay trailer and the announcements. So, hey, third time's a charm. I mean, they've delayed it so many times, <laughs> <laughs> and maybe they're doing something cool. Maybe. Um, this looks amazing. Like, it looks uh, fantastic. I'm excited to watch it. I saw a lot of people that are anime fans being like, oh, I like comics now. Um, so, like, <laughs> that's pretty interesting. This Harley Quinn, design-wise, I don't think it's going to be that much different. I feel like a lot of people have probably done this design before. But this is going to be the new thing, I think, at, like, conventions. Yeah. Um, anime conventions and comic conventions now. Um, where you always kind of see like Harley Quinn and Jokers at these kind of things anyways. Um, granted, I can't say that I saw Harley Quinn when I was at Anime Expo. A lot of Genshin Impact. Um, a lot of Honkei Star Rail. Um, and uh, yeah, of course, there was a Deadpool. There's always a fucking Deadpool. Um, and so like, yeah. But this is a sexy Joker. I feel like a lot of people are going to definitely want to um, do sexy Joker. Especially if you got a body that can pull it off. And so, yeah, I don't know. I think it looks amazing. I'm excited to uh, see where it goes, how long it's going to be. Probably going to be 12 episodes, maybe, I assume. And um, to see if this is the start of many. I think if this does successfully, uh, I think this will be, yeah, the first of many, man. I, I can easily see them doing more anime stuff. So, yeah. Especially if they have a WB Japan, which I didn't know. See, the thing is, I wouldn't the one thing I wouldn't want is like for for the Suicide Squad Isekai. I would like to see like Batman probably make an appearance like once, mm -hmm. but I wouldn't want them to be like, oh, this is our backdoor pilot into our new anime. Like, I don't mm -hmm. need a connected universe of animes, you know? Yeah. I, I think that if you do a Batman anime, it should feel different, it should look different. And it should mm -hmm. be its own thing and have a lot of fun with it. Um, not saying that like designs can't be similar because I'm yeah. sure like because of the way anime likes to portray uh, different kinds of archetypes of characters like the mm -hmm. Joker. I'm sure we will see another version of sexy Joker if we ever get another uh, yeah. DC anime, you know? 
I don't know, man. I, I totally understand your point, but I also think we get, I've already got a messy DC universe in movies. I don't need it in my anime. Yeah. You know what I mean? I don't, because I think you can make dark, scary Batman go against super hot, sexy Joker. Like, I think I want to see that. So I don't, I'd rather have a connected universe in anime than it be separated. Um, okay. Because I think with anime being, the one thing I love about anime is you can have an anime that is horny as fuck and also be dramatic as fuck. You know what I mean? That's what I love about anime. Like, I, I've always talked about this. One of my favorite stupid animes that I love is High School DxD. It's boobs <laughs> all over the place. But at the same time, like, you have characters that genuinely care about each other and people trying to protect each other to be a family. And I'm like, yeah. that's fucking cool. And so um, I like just, like, random shit like that. And I think with anime, the one thing you need to do is not take it too seriously. And yeah. I think DC has a good chance here to build something in a market that is exploding right now, right? Because what happens if this does really well? And they're like, hey, we should make books out of these. And this is your new, like, sub-genre that you can start putting in comic shops that only this continues. And this is the original, like, new reboot that we've kind of always wanted, you know? But it's something totally different. I think this is the way you do it. And that way... You can print the books while the anime is being made, right? So if people want to yeah. catch it, you know, get get ahead of the story like everybody else does in every other anime, this is the perfect way to do it. So if DC is smart here and they start building a universe within anime and then branch out into manga, this could be the way to have their cake and eat it too, right? So um, because American comics need a boost somehow. And if they can cross over with anime, we've constantly always talked about it. I think this might be the way to get into this because they need they need something. First yeah. thing they need to do, get rid of floppies. I think that's my new mission, man, <laughs> is to like just stop with I, floppies. I, I saw your post on, on Twitter. Um, yeah. Dude, and that picture that you quote tweeted with like yeah. the stacks and stacks and it's bending. It's my worst nightmare, man. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I think that they definitely need to uh get away with with floppies because we've already we've we've had this conversation before the the books and the trades look so much better on a book yeah show. um but yeah really excited about this anime um i would hope uh for actually if you're listening to this uh and you have some sort of uh dvr or whatever or on demand uh go check out uh adventures uh my adventures with superman it, it is starting at midnight tonight uh it is july 6th going into july 7th it's going to be on midnight and it has very big uh anime vibes so i'm going to be watching that tonight uh and hopefully with that plus this we're going to be getting a whole anime universe yeah yeah it'll be uh very interesting to see what they do but um yeah this this looks great i mean the animation looks fantastic and i'm excited to to see to see it uh they didn't have a date when it comes out though right no date no they did not yeah um yeah you know, take your time i don't need anime to be rushed that's the one thing i don't want i finally caught up on attack on titan last night um show is fire it's so far i don't know why i can i think some people are like i don't like the art and i think it's because they've kind of switched to like this depressing style of art where they do any like horror a lot where they have like the lines under the eyes and stuff that makes everybody look like they're sad yeah. i think a lot of people probably don't like that um i think it fits with the vibe um but that uh 
that series knows how to do a good death. Like it just knows. It's uh, it's so good. Um, but anyways, so yeah, moving on from that. Oh man, I got away from the the things. Um, talking about you know this was announced at Anime Expo, but unfortunately, the thing that happens in literally two weeks, less than two weeks now. Uh, is San Diego Comic-Con. We announced that DC Comics is going to have a presence at San Diego Comic-Con. The DCU is not going to have a presence at San Diego Comic-Con. And as of right now, I have no idea what the hell Hall H is going to be because everybody has left. Yeah, I. it's wild. Uh, I don't yeah. know when the last time there wasn't a Hall H um, yeah. at, uh, at Comic-Con. Um, it's going to be weird um it's gonna be weird. I, last minute freaking like yeah. roku or somebody oh we'll take it yeah i mean this is an opportunity if they're trying to fill that out because the thing is i want to know if this is going to be the first time people can just walk into hall h because usually you can walk into hall h like on the last day when nobody really cares about what's going on in there um but usually the way hall h usually works with you know when game of thrones is there and marvel's there and dc is there and there's all these huge announcements is uh for nobody that's never been to san diego the convention center is right on the marina so like right behind the convention center it's all boats and stuff so what happens is where the convention center opening for hall h is it starts at the left side of the convention and literally the line goes all the way down the marina and people wait a full 24 hours before getting into Hall H. So if you're trying to get in for Saturday, you need to be waiting on Friday. And like it just goes like that. It's fucking crazy. People waste yeah, the I've whole seen, day. I've seen people like camp overnight. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's insane. Yeah, you do uh, like six-hour shifts essentially. So you have to have like multiple people in your group. And everybody, like, you know, maybe two people stay, two people go. And, like, that's kind of how y'all switch off. But, like, it is uh, the calculation that goes into experiencing some parts of San Diego Comic-Con is insane. Um, but, again, I think it's it's one of the best cons there. I have to go to Comic-Con now, which is not something a lot of people say. But I couldn't get out of my hotels. So I have to go to Comic-Con now. So I will be there for two days. Um, and then I am selling my badge for the other three days. But... Um, pretty crazy stuff but yeah dcu will not be there and this is confirmed from james gunn uh he said this on blue sky um i'm curious if james gunn is going to be jumping over to threads because that is the hot new thing right now it is um i've already made my account and uh, it's so easy to sign up that's why yeah like so easy but it's not going to kill twitter because it doesn't allow porn so Twitter will always reign supreme <laughs> because here's the thing, man, is I know I understand people are not like, there's a lot of people that are like, Oh, I don't need that on my social media. And Instagram has shown that it can thrive without it. But the reason why Twitter is so big is because it does feel like the one place where everybody could be right. Like if you are into the spicy stuff, you could have a section for that. If you're like a spicy artist or something like that, you can have a section for that. Like automatically threads, Jen Bartel can only do some of her her artwork now. You know what I mean? She can't yeah. really put out the spicy stuff if she wanted to. Same thing with Babs Tar. So, like, that's the one thing I think Twitter will still reign supreme is because they don't censor certain things. Now, granted, they do. Maybe that's okay. Maybe you're cool with censoring, uh, not having the spicy stuff, but not having to deal with a bunch of assholes all the time. You know, there's yeah. positives and negatives of it. But 
yeah so I, it's funny when i hear all the like oh twitter's gonna die uh no, the only there was uh, is if Elon uh, kills it it was Tumblr that was like memeing as like, oh, having trouble with Twitter? Sign up yeah. for Tumblr. And there was so many quote seats were like, bring back porn and we will. Yeah. <laughs> they should. It was, I have never seen, like, I, I find it so funny when people get into that argument, like, oh, yeah, whatever, like, just delete the porn. It killed Tumblr, literally. Okay. Yeah. If I'm not mistaken, I think Tumblr was bought for like, a billion dollars or like 300 million 400 million dollars i don't know what it was like yahoo bought tumblr for that and yahoo instantly was all like no more porn and it killed tumblr to the point yeah. where they ended up selling tumblr to some random person for under three million dollars and yeah, like damn. it's probably even cheaper now i have still said i think tumblr can make a comeback you just bring that back and you revamp it and give it like a Twitter feature where you can make tweets like that. I think it comes back and it's it's one of the most popular social medias in my opinion. Um, but nobody knows how to get shit right. Like they're just like, oh, we can't go back on that. I'm like, why? You're not making any money now. Like you might as well bring some people back. Um, I don't know. People are dumb. But like uh, I thought that was funny. So Threads, super popular. Um, that was coming out there. I have not seen James Gunn jump on that. But if he does... I'm sure he'll answer questions because he's big on Instagram. So, like, I would think logically he probably wants to use threads. Probably. So. It's it's been a while. We've we've haven't seen, I mean, because one of his favorite things to do back before he was, of course, the co-CEO of Big Studio, yeah. was he loved QAs over at Instagram. Yeah. So um he, right now he's really big on blue sky. You hardly ever see him. Uh, if not at all on Twitter anymore. Yeah. Uh, so I, I think he will add the, uh, the threads to his yeah. lineup of things. I blue sky it sucks for them because it seems like they were getting some steam. Right. And uh, threads comes out and it's just like, nobody's going to jump to blue sky now. I feel like, because again, the one thing that I think is really positive about, because here's the thing. If you know, I don't know if you noticed this, and I was checking this for verification. Uh, since everybody seems like they're signing in with their Instagram account, it's automatic verification. Like, automatic verification. Yeah. You automatically have an audience because it it basically asks you, like, do yeah. you want to follow all of your followers on Instagram? And yeah. you can choose to not do it, but it's so much easier to already have an audience there for you. Yeah. Um. Yeah. It's it's seamless to be completely mm -hmm. honest. And I saw some artists that were like, oh, there's not really like a media fee yeah. for people to like check out the art. I was like, but the best part is if you go to your threads profile at the top right hand corner is the Instagram logo. It immediately goes to your feed. So if you're saying on your bio on threads that you are an artist and people are interested enough to look at your stuff, they're going to look at your Instagram. Yeah. And it's immediate. Yeah. I, I tested it out. It, it's flawless. Yeah, no, it works uh, Works really well. I did instantly still go back to Twitter, though, because Threads is a new thing, and they need to work out some things. Like They, they, they do. They don't They don't have hashtags. They, yeah. uh, they don't have DMs, so that's me and a couple friends are still DMing on Twitter. Yeah. Um, so it's going to take a while. So They I'll need a following both. tab to, yeah. like, just check who I'm following. Because following just you need uh like what the trends are like you need a whole bunch of stuff and it yeah. and 
I think that they are like they've already announced that they are working on stuff. Yeah. But in the in the like I think it was within 24 hours or less than 24 hours, um, it's already had like over 200 million uh, yeah. people go onto that app. Which yeah, is it's insane. so easy. It only makes the possible fight between Elon and Zuckerberg just more interesting. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> I don't think that fight's going to happen, but that would be hilarious. Um, who wouldn't want to see two billionaires fighting each other? Um, but yeah, and then at the end of it, fucking uh, Bezos comes out. He's like, oh, I'm next. You know what I mean? It's just, it's just do billionaire fights. Like, that should be, <laughs> I, that's all I want to see. It's like, we hate y'all already. Let's let us see a punch each other. Um, but yeah, so. DC, not going to be at San Diego Comic-Con, but your boy Juice will be. Um, and I'm hoping I'm gonna, I know Comic-Con will have shit I can buy. I, I'm just a little worried about what it's going to be because I didn't spend shit at Anime Expo. The only thing I got was this fucking lanyard that I showed on hey, my... Hey, you, you said on your stream before that you were going to get uh, something from 18+. plus. You made a whole list! Yeah, and then I didn't think I was going to get the bubble guts and not care about shit. Like, that's what sucked. That's what sucked. I didn't get to do the video I wanted to do because, like I said, I didn't know my friend had a heart out. So I was like, I was like, oh man, I was like, I didn't, uh, I was like, I didn't know, I thought we were gonna have all day. And I was like, we yeah. gotta do some other shit. Um, and then fucking, I, I fucking had a terrible quesadilla from King Taco, which is terrible. And then, like, I was just kind of disappointed with the shit that was there because I was like, I'm not gonna buy something that I could just buy anywhere. You know yeah, what I mean? Like, true. that kind of sucks. True. Uh, I will say there was one, there was a couple of booths that were displaying certain like statues that were kind of cool. There was this one booth that unfortunately had the most amazing statues. They were all one piece. There was like one Goku and then the chick from like Legion League of Legends that wears like the red and white leotard that's like super hot. Like that was it. Everything else was fucking one piece. I was like, I'm never gonna watch this show. I was all like, so stop throwing it in my face. Unless I have a hot girl. I've made that stipulation. If she's like, oh, I'm a One Piece fan. I'm like, fuck, I'm going to watch it now. Um, other than that, <laughs> not going to happen. There's too many episodes. But uh, yeah, freaking One Piece um, statues were pretty fire, though. Uh, anyways, so that is it. What is this uh, new thing that we got here, Clay? Reevesverse and DCU compete for the GA's fan favorite. What is it? Yeah, so this is something that just recently came up. I totally forgot about it and then was reminded because I was scrolling threads really quickly. Mm -hmm. um, this is something that everybody needs to take with a grain of salt. Um, but it seems that the Reevesverse is getting a full... Uh, like filmmakers list for their other movies. It's going to have a connected universe with the, um, with the different villains and stuff. Now, again, like I said, grain of salt, because the information is coming from Grace Randolph. Mm. Um, but I briefly had a conversation with a couple friends about this, about how is it smart to invest heavily into something like a Reeves verse when you have a DCU already, being established mm -hmm. and of course a, a friend of mine who is really big into batman he's like oh i don't care i win either way um if dcu batman sucks i still have the reeves verse and they're already yeah. leaning on hey that's the that's the better property anyway and yeah. for me like again like yes this is a batman podcast we enjoy batman we love batman but like Batman is a part of a greater universe. Like, and that's what I love about it. Um, mm -hmm. 
I know there's a lot of people that just like, oh no, Batman's the best. Like Batman can, you know, basically take on the whole universe by himself. He could he has the entire universe on his shoulders type of thing. Mm-hmm. And I don't know, it just it rubbed me the wrong way when I read this. How do you feel about it? The Batman on his universe comment? Well, the no no, the the whole thing about the uh the two universes owned by the same studio mm-hmm. competing for each other. Oh, it's a fucking idiotic idea. Uh, I said if I was James Gunn, I would have canceled the Reevesverse. Yeah. I don't care how much money it made. It. Um, because you have to... I have said this from the start. I There's a lot of actors I would love to bring back from the DCEU, but the best thing you could have done, the smartest thing you could have done, was reboot everything. Would have been the smartest thing. But unfortunately, James Gunn technically started in the DCEU and you know he wants to have some of his favorite actors come back to play more stuff in his big, you know, toy box that he's going to have now. So he can't do a full reboot. Now, granted, had he been smart and not done what he did at the end of The Flash, he could have still had his cake and ate it too. Um, He could have brought people over and he could have just said like, oh yeah, certain people will come over and just planned it out. But kind of all convoluted now and you know we'll have to wait and see as he said um to see what what ends up happening but i i think it's dumb to start building out a reeves verse i don't care that you know it's it's unfortunate i know the reason why they're doing it is because it actually made money right yeah like that's the only reason that they're doing this what do they do when one of those movies doesn't make money clay do we do we start pulling the plug? Do we, you know, maybe take less stuff? Like, I I don't think you really start building out stuff until like let's see how the Penguin series does, and then let's see how Batman Two does. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, I don't know about building out all this other stuff because, look, I know Sony has done bad. They're very bad at what they do when it comes to the superhero movies, right? Like they don't do things well. And they have shown that super villain movies don't really work. And so is the Reevesverse going to keep its villains bad? Or are they going to make me care for Penguin in this show? I don't want to fucking care for Penguin in this show. You know what I mean? I want Penguin to be a guy that I hate and that I despise. You know what I mean? I don't want him to be like Walter White. I don't, you know, everybody's all like, oh yeah, Walter White's the best. I'm like, he's a murderer and a drug dealer. Like, we shouldn't like Walter White. You know what I mean? Um, and like he was he was doing things for his own good. He wasn't trying to like save a community or anything like that. You could say he was trying to save, I guess, Jesse the whole time, but there was he a, he killed his girlfriend. Like he's a bad guy. Like he's yeah. a bad guy. And um, so like I don't want to care for Penguin at all. I want to hate villains because that's why I like superheroes. You know what I mean? So yeah. if you're going to give me a Clayface movie and a fucking Riddler movie, or we already have Riddler was in a movie, um, but you know, all these other people, why am I going to care? Who are they going to fight? If they're not fighting Batman or they're not fighting like Robin or somebody, I don't care. And so like, I don't want it. That's, that's the truth. Like the, the thing that made each of these one bad day comics good was the addition of Batman. Yeah, if it was with some random character, it wouldn't be worth it. Like, in my mind, it yeah. really wouldn't. Like, I I had said that like, if you do Professor Pig, you know, you have him, you know, very Texas Chainsaw Massacre, like 
kind of toying with people or whatever. Yeah. And then at the very end of the movie, you have Batman save the day. Like that is that's how you do it. Um, yeah. And if you like real, if you find out at the very end that the person he's torturing actually ended up being Dick Grayson, like that makes it even better. You know, you you, you add those elements at the very end to make it worth it. Yeah. But if you have a Professor Pig and he's torturing people and everything else, and at the very end of the movie, we have GCPD come in and save the day. Yeah, that's that's boring. That's stupid. That doesn't do anything for me. Yeah, I think you can do one movie with Gordon being the hero. One movie. Yeah, but you can't do every movie with the GCPD as the good guys because yeah. the comics have shown us the GCPD most of the time are the bad guys. Yeah. So, like, you, you can do that once. I think a, a good Jim Gordon movie, but I also think the best Jim Gordon movie would also involve Barbara Gordon. So, yeah, you know, I think if you you just take Gail Simone's Batgirl run and make it a movie. When her brother's a villain and yeah. her dad's chasing her, such a good story. You take that and you make that a movie. But, um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know what they're gonna what they're going to do here. Um, I, I just realized as I was talking about Jim Gordon that J.K. Simmons lost out on being Gordon again in Batgirl because <laughs> of that. He, that's fuck. I feel bad for that guy. Uh, bring him back. Bring him back to the universe. Like fucking make him Gordon in the DCU because uh, that's just fucked up. But yeah, I don't know, man. I, I think competing universes is a dumb idea. I I don't know why. Like I understand Elseworlds, right? Um. I don't know. I, I think you need to do something to make sure one Batman is better than the other. Like, I, you just don't have them compete. I, I don't understand it. Because you're just dividing it. Like, this is this is your problem you had with the Snyderverse. It's the same shit. Now it's just going to be the Reevesverse. And it's like, you already have the Snyderverse people hating Gunn, and they'll probably only watch Batman, right? They'll probably watch yeah. the Batman because they're like, well, it has nothing to do with, uh you know, Snyder. So... Um, yeah, I think it's dumb. I think it's a, an idiotic idea, but you know what? In the, in the ever never ending quest to make money, uh, they're probably gonna do both. So, yep. you know, um, pretty dumb, but that is all we have for uh, entertainment news. Ladies and gentlemen, unless anything has popped off right now, we, uh, don't got anything. Why is blue beetle trending? Something, something going off? Uh, uh I don't believe so. Um, I don't know why it's trending. On I know that he had like a new magazine come out ah, okay uh with him on the cover but that's yeah. basically it gotcha gotcha anyways um so yeah moving on to uh viewer questions ladies and gentlemen got the burps uh from our wits in discord do you think that damien's birth will be consensual in the new film universe i could see them just not mentioning anything um and those who know no um yeah it's definitely um i mean they could go about the way of just not talking about it. Like I could see that happening. I think so also. Um with we with us already jumping into the universe with established heroes, yeah. you don't really need a backstory to it. You just you just tell the audience, "Hey, Batman has a kid now." Yeah. And they're like, "Okay." Like yeah. they th you'll learn about Talia being the mother. Like everybody knows how babies are made. Now, mm. of course, the fact that in the comics it was due to rape does have a lot of implications and a lot of consequences to that. Yeah. But like 
if you just leave it out, I know like people will probably bitch and complain about it. Mm-hmm. Like, but let's be let's let's be serious here. These movies are still going to be made for family friendly audiences. It's not yeah. like you're just going to be screaming, "Oh, they raped Batman!" in mm-hmm. in in the movie. Like, I'm sorry, it's just not going to happen. Yeah. Um, so I think that it will just be glossed over. Yeah, I mean, I could see them doing the consensual thing too, though. Like, oh yeah, they thought it was gonna. She thought it was gonna be something. Then he found out that Rachel Ghoul was a terrible person, and you know he ends up leaving, and she was pregnant during their one night. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, they could easily do it consensually. I mean, we just read um, Adventures Continues. Yeah, and, and that was consensual. Know, yeah, so they could do something like that, but yeah, I don't know. I do think that um, uh, they'll probably just not even touch on it. Because I'm hoping, I'm just hoping it's not going to be Rachel Ghoul as the first villain. But if I had to pace a bet, I think it would be. Like, I think it's going to more than likely be Rachel Ghoul as the first villain. So that kind of sucks. Um, but it is what it is. Maybe we'll have some cool action scenes where Batman is fighting a shitload of ninjas. You know what I mean? Everybody likes Batman versus ninjas, right? So yeah. we'll see what happens there. But yeah, I do think that they'll just kind of gloss over it. Uh, we got Noob Mel in here saying... What do you think a Batman movie by M. Night Shyamalan would look like? Uh, we have that commented by Jan Bruce Willis as Batman. <laughs> um, for shout out, I hope Bruce Willis is doing okay. I know he's got uh Yes, yes. I, 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 I think there was an update like two months ago saying that he was doing okay. But yeah. like he is like, it's sad that his mind is basically just being deteriorated. Yeah. Um, But I was thinking about this a whole lot. So... M. Night Shyamalan, historically, mm-hmm. in film, has always been hit or miss, hit yep. or miss, hit or miss. Almost in the exact kind of like, hey, he makes one movie, then the next one is crap. Hey, yeah. he makes a good one, and then the next one is crap. Um, I just recently, um, a couple months ago, I think, uh, watch or a month ago, uh, watched uh, his latest uh, Knock at the Cabin movie. Okay. And it was all great. It was awesome. All the way up until the very ending of the movie. Mm. Um, and famously, in my Shyamalan has like the big twist at the yeah. end, right? Um, so my question to you is what what would the big twist be in a Batman movie? Well, I are we going with something comic accurate or something M.I. Shyamalan would just do on his own? Uh one of both. Give me one of both if if you can okay. give me one pretty pretty quickly. So I think the um, the comic accurate thing, I don't know, because I feel like anybody that would watch an M. Night Shyamalan Batman movie would already know all the craziness that would be in comics. I think the craziest thing you would do is Red Hood, maybe, being Jason Todd, like his former Robin. Like, that would be the big twist the general audience would be like, oh, this yeah. bad guy was a Robin. Like, you know what I mean? Um, that would probably be the biggest twist, because anything else, like, I don't know, somebody... I think people finding out Batman's Bruce Wayne would freak people out too, you know, just like in this story, like oh, Batman's Bruce Wayne, like what the fuck, you know, because that's just kind of how it is. But as for an M. Like Shyamalan type of twist, oh man, I don't know. Fucking, uh, you know what he would do? Batman's in the psych ward. Batman's not Batman. He's a crazy person. In oh, I was going to say Batman. I was going to say Bruce Wayne was the Joker all along and he has a dual personality. Oh, yeah. Say same thing. He's in a psych ward type of thing, right? <laughs> that seems very M. Night Shyamalan. Or like 
uh, Batman died like on his first time out, and he's just been fighting people in the afterlife because he thinks he can. Like that's just his spirit fighting people in the afterlife. Some shit like that. Like, um, but I don't know. I I do have a special spot in my heart for M Night Shyamalan because he's the guy that got me into filmmaking after I saw The Village, which is something people say is a shitty movie. I um, have not seen that movie since theaters, and I've kind of been itching to watch it again. I just love the way he shot a lot of things in it. I just thought the concept of modern day, if you haven't seen this movie by now, people, it's fucking spoilers, but like it's been out since I was in fucking high school. So 2004. Yeah. So um, I remember going to watch that with my, uh, my high school girlfriend and walking out and being like, wow, I want to make movies after that. Because uh, there was this one shot where like, it's like panning around the girl in the yellow outfit, the blind girl um which i believe it's the chick from uh jurassic park world right or whatever uh um, bryce dallas howard yeah. yeah yeah she's uh she's blind in the movie and like it's there's like they can't go into the woods because there's these monsters that'll kill you or whatever and as it's panning around you just see this monster just behind her like in this like terrified state and it slowly starts running and i thought it was just one of the best looking fucking things like when i was younger I was like that's so fucking dude it was like an intense moment but then to find out that the village was just people that wanted to escape reality that are like in the real world, like there's cars and all this shit. And you thought they were just like old people in the forties or some shit like that. I thought that was fucking awesome. I was like, wow, such a good concept. People wanted to leave the world. That's so shitty because like the world was shitty at the time. You know, we had our experience September 11th, all that kind of shit. So like, I totally get that people wanting to get away from the real world and live a simpler life. Like, sometimes movies don't need to be fucking crazy, bombastic uh, spectacles. You know what I mean? Sometimes it could be a simple message. I'll like, oh, yeah, I've wanted to, like, leave this world and get away and be a simpler person. You know what I mean? Like, sometimes it's a simple idea. And so I really enjoyed that. But um, so, yeah, I don't know. I haven't seen a lot of his later shit. I haven't seen uh, the fucking two that were part of Unbreakable. Like, I haven't seen those. Like, oh, uh, Split and then uh, Glass was the other one. So, I haven't seen those. Um, I didn't see his show. His show on Apple looked pretty cool. So, oh, yeah, the with uh, with what's his name from Harry Potter and like like the the babysitter or some shit like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So, uh, yeah, I mean, I'm pretty sure he's still doing good stuff, but I just don't think you could have a crazy twist in comics that we wouldn't see coming. Because we've seen so many crazy things happen in comics already. You know what I mean? Yeah. I feel like it's all been done, but may, maybe maybe not. Who knows? Uh, I think good good storytelling, even with a typical twist, is still good. So, Because, um, like, I don't know. I think there was a point in movie history, like, I feel like kind of like M. Night Shyamalan, that everybody just tried to do twist endings for a really long time, and we got tired of them. You and- know what? Because, in my mind they can still be entertaining if they are entertaining, but don't matter in the grand scheme of a bigger universe. Mm-hmm. Um, in my opinion, give them, give them a, a resource movie. Oh, interesting. Um, I don't know. I don't know. Cause here's the thing. He did avatar. And so like, we can't forget that. Or last he did. Av- he, he did. He did the last airbender, but that was like, I feel like with that, they were already wanting to make it low budget and everything else. Mm-hmm. With the Reeves you know they're wanting to invest. So they're going to give him money. Mm-hmm. And with how Reeves is building his universe, quote unquote, 
he's going to be limited to whatever Reeves says. So I think that he can still be in his element Mm -hmm. and still work with what the studio is giving him. You think M. Night's a I take orders from somebody type of person? I think he's too big for that. You know what I mean? Hmm. He he his his name is uh, something that sells, you know, he yeah. doesn't need somebody else. So unless he just wanted to do a Batman property, that would be the only thing. Um, but yeah, I don't know. It would be very interesting to see what M. Night Shyamalan would do. Uh, but moving on from that, we got King Cube uh, who says, would it be a good idea or bad to fully reset the DCU since the Flash was a flop? Um well, the Flash was supposed to reset the DCU, and the ending kind of kind of put them in a pickle. So we, <laughs> as James Gunn will say, we'll have to wait and see. Um, we did also learn. I mean, I guess we, this isn't a Superman podcast, but uh, no origin story for Superman um, Legacy, Correct. which is going to be great. And I feel like there was something else that was a new bit of news for that movie. Um, the score. Um, the music oh, yes, yes. Uh, will not be John Williams. Uh, it will be original. Um, I still think uh, that's bullshit. I think the Williams uh, theme will be used in some sort of way. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I think that uh, Gunn is musically oriented when it comes to his script writing and, and movie making. So I yeah. think he is genuine on making a theme for Superman. But I think there will be... Uh, John, because that's the big thing that everybody has like complained about with mm-hmm. with Man of Steel and, and Snyder's uh, or Cavill Superman is that he doesn't have a real theme. I'm like, bitch, yeah, he does. Like, that's yeah. the whole point of the I, music in the movie. I'll tell you right now, I don't remember it. I don't remember Superman's or Batman's if he has one. I remember Wonder Woman's cuz I you know, I know that. Well, uh Superman's is the the very slow piano uh theme. Oh, okay. And then like the the really cool thing about Lex Luthor's theme is that it's the same theme but in reverse in a deeper tone. Mm. Um cuz they're opposites. Uh and then Batman I haven't heard his in a while, but I know I have it on a Spotify playlist. Um, yeah. But it's that one's not very memorable, to be yeah. honest. I don't think the 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 Batman was that memorable either, to be honest. I only know the Nirvana part. The Nirvana one is the one I know. <laughs> I don't know the other ones. But, you know, it is what it is. Still, uh, I've tried to watch that movie twice, and I just can't. I, so, I, I haven't gotten the courage to, to start it up. I watched the first 20 minutes and I was just like, all right, I'm good. Like, I don't need to continue. Um, I, I feel bad, man, because like I was so hyped for that movie. It's going to be one of those things where I'm just like, man, I really wish I liked that. Uh, but yeah, I think, I mean, we've said it a million times. They should have re just booted everything. But yeah. James Gunn has people he wants to work with. And I'm hoping, um, you know, Miss Barbie, Margot Robbie, turning down Sue Storm means she's going to be Harley Quinn again. Yeah. So, because it's like she had an opportunity to probably be one of the faces going forward of the Marvel universe. Yeah, I I think that her price tag was too big. Um, because but both she denied Ad- it though. If she if she turned it down, that means she told them no. From my, that's how I read it. So it looks like they would have paid her price tag. Well, from what we had heard, um, she said no 
but then they had locked her in. So there was negotiations going on. And so it looks like they, she said no. Then they came back with an offer. She said yes. And then both her and driver were off the table. But now recently, as of last night, it looks like driver is uh, being reconsidered because it looks like the two of them together was too big of a price tag. But with one mm-hmm. of them gone, driver's coming back. Mm. I hope she comes back as Harley Quinn. So, because uh, I feel like we still haven't seen her best performance as Harley Quinn yet. And I think she's done well both times. Yeah. Well, three times. Um, uh, and especially since it, like she needs to be in the Waller show. She needs to be I, in Waller. I honestly think with the addition of Barbie coming out in literally, I think, maybe a month, mm-hmm. um, a little less than a month, um, that this, like, her opportunity to be in a big franchise will help that franchise. Yeah. Honestly. Yeah. Um, so hopefully they're planning out something with her. Cause I think she likes WB and I think WB wants to make her like executive producer kind of people. So I think she'll come back hopefully. Um, but, and again, she says she really likes Harley, so we'll see, but yes, I do think they should have rebooted, but you know, we'll see, you know, it is what it is. We'll wait and see. That's my new thing. That's all right. James Gunn, wait and see. But if you never explain it, I'm gonna talk so much shit until you do James Gunn. That's all I'm saying. Uh, going on to the YouTube uh, questions, we got Jason Todd. If Batman had a new trans main villain, would it anger people on Fox or people on Twitter instead? Eh, I think a lot of those people are the same people. Uh, I feel like having trans diversity would fit well in Batman, but I would feel like uh, it would get backlash um, regardless. P.S. Flash meme I was talking about was baby in my fridge. Oh, the Flash meme. I don't yeah. know. Uh, must have been a question from last week. Um, by the way, if you guys ever think that we just forget stuff, it's just we talk about a lot of stuff. So sometimes I will forget what you're talking about. Like my brain is like, <laughs> bloop, farts it out. Um, has there been a trans villain? I feel like there's probably been one. I feel like there probably is a yeah. trans villain for Batman. Um, a lot of gay villains. For um, sure. Yeah. Um, I know that just recently the Flash got one of their first uh non-binary villains um which is the complete opposite of his powers which is mm-hmm. really weird because there's already uh uh the turtle that yeah. does that as well um so i'm not entirely sure i think they're being introduced this september for the flash um but as far as uh i'll actually look it up here um uh, but the trans- characters would have to get popular enough to I think the only way it makes uh, like headline news, like on Fox or Twitter, um, is if they make one of the already popular characters trans. Like, let's say Two Face were to be like transition. Well, uh, I just uh, did a quick Google search. So, of course, there is already. Um, some trans characters uh i believe there was a trans character in gail simone's run um who ended up being uh like a best friend to batgirl barbara gordon Mm -hmm. um in gail simone's run but it says here victoria october dr victoria october um has the first appearance in detective comics 948 but in the new 52 their first appearance was in march uh of 2017 and she is basically a uh a a human expert 
of uh, or a, a foremost expert on human bioweaponry, uh, mm. and she is trans, or they are trans. Mm. Um, yeah, see, so nobody knew that character. So yeah. I think the only way it gets to mainstream news is if somebody big, like, um, you know, like I said, like a Two-Face, a Scarecrow, or a Joker, um, transitions. It's the only way. Um, and I'm talking about like there's actually a storyline with it, not an Elseworld, because there's a bunch of Elseworld female jokers. Like yeah. that's happened multiple times. Um, and so yeah, it would have to be like in story, something like that to make to make headline news. I don't think they're gonna go fishing for a trans character because even CW and the comics have introduced um uh what's that chick's name? The um the one with the bluish outfit. She was on Supergirl. Oh, uh, uh, I forget Dreamer. the name. Yeah, Dreamer. And nobody talked about Dreamer, you know. So, and Dreamer was like legit trans actor. So, yeah, that didn't make headline news or anything like that. Now, granted, Supergirl went off the air before fucking trans became like a big political sticking point. Yeah. So maybe it would be different if that was the case today, but. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't think it would be that huge of a thing. You'd have to have like the, I think, I don't know, like the Joker transition would be the biggest thing. Yeah. Um, moving on to Moncre. Uh, so in Arkham, Talia mentions to Bruce how they spent the night in Metropolis. Does this mean Superman knows what Bruce sounds like climaxing? Asking for a friend. Uh, <laughs> if he wants uh, to. Uh, technically, I think yes. Um, but the thing is, uh, Superman has honed his skills on being able to push out all of the white noise in the world. So that way he can focus on what he's doing. Um, but at the same time, he can really focus on like he like one of the biggest and famous quotes is that he knows exactly what Bruce's heart sounds like. Yeah. Um. So even out of the entire world, he knows exactly where Bruce is at all times. Um. With that information, though, uh, if he just so happened to look for Bruce at the exact same time, then, yeah, he does. Yeah. Why is Bruce's heart be going up? Why is there <laughs> one right next to him? Is that Selena? Like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I would definitely, I feel like Superman could do anything. Superman, as a teenager, it, it just imagine if he didn't want to be super and he just wanted to be horny all the time. God damn. Every girl he would have ever thought of, he knows exactly everything. No, I just, I loved, uh, of course, I've watched Smallville so many times over. Uh, yeah. It's crazy how fast I can binge 10 seasons of a show. Um, but the, uh, when he is introduced to Heat Vision, when Heat Vision becomes yeah. a thing, it's uh, it's because he's horny. Yeah, Whenever nice. he gets horny, uh, he shoots Heat Vision. Um, and then eventually they introduce Superboy and like when he first saw Lois Lane, like heat vision goes off and it's actually yeah. hilarious. Yeah. Uh, it's a uh, good times. Good times. Uh, moving on from clay. Um, what Batman news weekly feature would make audiences hype the most uh, posting weekly polls in the community tab, uh, posting YT shorts of the funniest moments clipped, uh, having monthly watch alongs, having a live podcast streamed any of these you hype me okay um i don't know well i mean we we don't know what the audience what i mean y'all would have to talk about that we don't know what yeah. the most hype thing would be i don't know like the funniest clips like 
that was something people would have to do on their own or vote you would have on. to yeah, yeah you would have to go search for it i know what my funniest clip is because i made it into a tiktok was when we talked about how vin diesel is a better batman than batman yeah. is on tv or, or, yeah. or in movies yeah um that's one of my favorite uh clips of this podcast uh i'm sure if you guys scour all 198 episodes yeah um, i'm sure you can find some hilarious ones um but yeah uh we've always talked about if we were to ever get big enough for the like going back and watching the batman movies and stuff like that mm-hmm. um i've realized i think i've only seen batman returns like once really yeah i think i watched all of those films like in the last couple of years like i don't know if i did it over covid or what but i'm pretty sure i went back and rewatched all of them uh just to kind of see how they were um and i enjoy all of them still but um i'm not saying they're the greatest films ever but they're just I'm, i can still enjoy something that i don't think is a fucking 10 out of 10 you know yeah um out of all of these, like out of just being a YouTuber, weekly polls, I don't think would get that much hype, uh, in my opinion, because I feel like a lot of people don't even check the community tab or have that turned off in their subscription box. Yeah. Um, shorts, I think, would be the most benefit to the podcast, but that means we would have to edit them and edit the parts we think are the funniest. Um, monthly watch alongs, we could do in Discord, but. Yeah. That could also get us in trouble. I don't know how the terms of service on Discord work exactly. Um, having a live podcast would be interesting. The only downside to that is I think um, if we have technical difficulties like, and we have to do it on the fly, like that sucks live. Yeah. So, um, you know, it's also... Also, I don't know. I, I feel like I don't want to... Maybe we'll do a live stream eventually, but it would have to be like something really popular for whatever reason but i don't necessarily want to do live streams um i do enough of those already but maybe uh for a like it would be completely different if there was something like fandom still around you know uh yeah. so there would be an event that would be a reason for us to be watching it at the exact same time yeah um, for a podcast like we're just sitting here and talking like that's yeah. all it is and I, and i know you guys enjoy doing that over at juice's channel whenever he does live stream but you know, you either get like a really large uh, conversation going with your audience or they watch you play video games. Yeah. That wouldn't be the case here. We would just yeah. be talking. My audience, which I find ridiculous, and maybe that's why the podcast is doing well. My audience likes to just hear me talk. The moment I play video games, they fucking leave. I'm like, <laughs> all right. Okay, guys. Jeez. I'm glad you like my voice, I guess. But like, yeah, it's uh, the moment I started playing Star Wars Battlefront yesterday. Whoop! Half the viewership gone. Damn, um, which is uh, funny. That happens for a lot of things. Hey, now that I'm back, I need to re-download so we can queue up. Yeah, it's fun, man. I went on. Uh, I mean, I don't know what my biggest kill streak is in Star Wars because I think when you get a light, like you know, once you get a lightsaber, like you can fucking destroy a bunch of people. But just as a regular uh, stormtrooper, I got like a eleven or twelve person kill streak yesterday, which is pretty fire. Um, moving on to Alexis Barretta. If Gunn decided to enlist Christopher Nolan, Tim Burton, Quentin Tarantino, and Sam Raimi to direct DC films with full control, what heroes would best be for would be best for each of them to direct a movie about? Oh God, um, Christopher Nolan's already done Batman, so fuck. I'm trying to think. Sam Raimi. Uh, I'd give Sam. I mean, we already got Mangold doing Swamp Thing. 
trying to think of a dark hero to give Raimi. Um, I'd give but... Raimi Justice League Dark. Okay. Yeah. Um, Tim Burton. I'd give Tim Burton. Damn. I don't know. Oh, uh, Tim Burton gets the creeper. That would be interesting. Um, Tim Burton, creeper, Christopher Nolan. I mean, James Gunn's already doing Superman. Um, Nolan, cause Nolan's going to want to go big or he's going to want to do something crazy. Who's like trippy that does like random shit. Um, you know, hear me out. Zatara. Zatara? Not Zatana. Yeah. Zatara. Her father. Yeah. Interesting. Oh, he did do the prestige. I guess he could do that. Um, yeah, that would make sense. Tarantino. I mean, he's he he's very much into the mindset. Uh, the he's already making he's already making his last movie, so I don't think yeah. Tarantino is the, gonna be in the DCU at all. The losers. He would I think he would do the fine with that. That or the Blackhawks. Because you know, if you do the Blackhawks, really? yeah, he could probably say the N-word a lot. So, you know, it's it's fucking in the 40s, right? You know him. Uh, or it's World War One. So what is yeah. that? 20s, 30s, something like that. Uh, you yeah, know, he likes teens, to say the end a lot. Yeah. Uh, Tarantino, you know, I hmm, give him Hitman. Uh, there is a character in DC Comics uh, mm. has not been relevant at all in the last 20 years. Yeah. Um. But uh, he's he's like a a more serious Lobo, but human. Hmm. Yeah, I think Tarantino could do Human Target. I feel like that's probably his vibe. A lot of talking. Yeah, a lot of a uh, lot of um, classic looking things in it. Fantatals. You know what? I would give Nolan Human Target actually think so i feel like nolan could do a really good flash since he likes dealing with time travel and all that bullshit yeah um yeah i don't know that's a big uh that's a lot of directors there so um i don't know i still think guillermo del toro trumps all of them when it comes to oh, doing yeah. some kind of superhero movie uh moving on to the last question we got from nathan while escaping arkham zaz finds the storage vault and only has time to take one thing which would be the most interesting in taking man bat serum, venom, acid spray flower, fear toxin, Jarvis Tech's hat, or the freeze ray? For Zaz? He's not going to want to turn into a man bat. I don't think that. I think, I think Zaz takes venom, and that's the only thing yeah. he's interested in taking. Yeah, the acid spray flower, he's not a funny man. Fear toxin, he's going to want people to fear him, not necessarily whatever their greatest fear is. Jarvis Tetch's hat, I don't know if Zaz is smart enough to figure out how to use that. And the freeze gun, I could I could see him using that as if he wanted to just capture somebody from running away from him. But Venom, yeah, to get really strong, I could see that. Yeah, yeah. I'd, I'd probably go with Venom. So that is that, ladies and gentlemen. Moving on from that, we are going to talk about comics. Now, disclaimer, we no longer get the books for free anymore. Um, DC has decided that they have wanted to end their partnership with Batman News Weekly. 
Um, we had a good which run. Is, which is which really sucks because me and Juice were just talking about how like over at YouTube we're like getting on the rise. We're getting yeah. a lot of viewership. Uh, so you guys, it has nothing to do with you guys. Y'all have been really, really awesome. So thank you very, very much. Um, but we just weren't in their criteria of who uh, they think should uh, get these review copies. So uh, Juice read them a long time ago yeah. um, when they were available. I had to read them this morning. Um, but uh, I only read two. There is technically, whenever it comes to Batman-related characters... Yeah. There is a total of one, two, three, four that came out this week. So I'm that pretty is... sure you read First Blood in the Batman book. Yes. And then there was also the Joker book. And mm-hmm. what was the fourth one? Poison Ivy. Okay. I didn't read Poison Ivy's. Um, I remember like skimming the Joker book and his like biggest fear, I think, was just being a normal person is what I think it was. Cause he was like in an office job or something like that. So, um, unfortunately I don't know what happens in poison ivies. I'm pretty sure I flipped through it. Cause I usually, even if I don't read books, I flip through them. Like I still am flipped through incorporated to see what's going on in that. And I didn't, don't give a damn about that book. Yeah. Um, I can't remember what happens in ivies. Pretty sure Harley's in there. Could be wrong. Um, but and she has Ivy actually has like a couple books out, so I could be thinking of a different book. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so we would first have to cover First Blood, which I vaguely remember what was going on in First Blood. I know that Dead Man is a big part of it. Um, he's the thing that sucks is when you do a lot of these new events, like they're done to bring in new readers, right? Yeah. So longtime readers are like, oh, I got to fucking hear about who dead man is again. And here is his, his origin, origin story yeah. again. <laughs> and so that really sucks as a longtime reader where like, you know, it feels like that. I think it was like a 45 page book, like 10 pages are kind of just like fucking filling me in on what these characters are. Yeah. And so you hear about Boston brand and how he was an asshole and how he could take over people's bodies and all this kind of stuff. And we also find out about um, a villain, right? I forget his name. That's like a dream. Uh, it is. Uh, is it Doctor Destiny or Mister Destiny? Um, yeah, I believe it. Who has a nightmare uh, stone? Doctor Destiny. That's yeah. what it is. Yes, Doctor Destiny. Uh, somebody is attacking him, and uh, he's like, "Who's trying to take my nightmare stone?" He's like, "I created nightmares. I do all this kind of shit." And uh, he thinks he's winning, and then somebody steals a nightmare stone, and he kind of goes crazy. And yeah. that's when we find about Boston Brand. And um, Dead Man's just kind of going all over the place. He's like, "Yeah, I died, and I was an asshole, and you know, yada yada." They told me to find my killer, and now I help other people do it. And then I like, I think um, the Justice League shows up. Well, he sees Superman first. And okay, he's like, Superman. He's like, I have this. Like, he's like the. What does he say? He says the uh, he says something specifically. He says the wind of death is blooming. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's like Superman. And you're like, he watches Superman save the day in Metropolis. He gets a call on his little uh, communicator. Dead man follows him. He sees Wonder Woman. He explains how like, oh, I partnered up with Wonder Woman for a short time because she died. Um, yeah. And then she left me story of my death life uh and they go to the hall of justice they meet batman he's getting this looming feeling boston brand 
that like something bad is going to happen. He feels like they are haunted for some yeah. reason. Um, this is when they find uh, uh, John D, who is Dr. Destiny, dead at the restricted section of the Hall of Justice. And they're trying to figure things out. That's when Boston takes over uh, Batman's body because Batman does get a call from uh, or right before uh, he takes over Batman's body. Uh, Batman gets a call from Arkham. Yeah. Uh, uh, the, the Harley uh, Harley Quinn is in the hospital at Arkham saying, hey, Dr. Destiny is being all weirded out and stuff. Uh, he is like screaming in his sleep. Not really sure what's going on. Um He's like, that's impossible. He's here. Uh, I'll be there in 15. That's when Boston Brand takes over his body, tells Superman, Wonder Woman, Batman's like, I knew what he was saying. I was trying to fight it the entire time. Yeah. Dead man, if you try that again, I'll kill you, or whatever yeah. he says. Um, and so they're trying to figure things out. We get a small glimmer of Waller out of nowhere mm-hmm. um, saying that, you know, hey, something's up. The The Trinity is together, and they haven't been together in a very long time. Um, but when Batman and Deadman go to Arkham, uh, this entity, whatever it is, uh, ends up killing Dr. Destiny and basically manipulating his body. Um, Batman, Harley, and Deadman are fighting these like nightmare ghouls or whatever. Uh, everybody falls asleep, and Batman is about to fall asleep, but he brings up this protocol that is called... Uh, no sleep till Gotham, mm-hmm. um, and it's basically shooting adrenaline straight into his heart. Um, but it was too late, and he falls asleep. And Boston Bran uh, goes and takes over Batman's body and starts to fight. Uh, who we find out at the end of the book is a new villain called Insomnia. I think it's yeah. a new villain. Yeah, it's weird. That he's called insomnia and he put people to sleep. Yeah. Yeah. Like it's a kind of kind of doesn't make sense. But uh unless he never goes to sleep. Yeah. Um, which I hope that I hope the twist here at the end isn't gonna be insomnia hasn't slept in years because he's scared of nightmares. So he gives other people nightmares. I really hope that's not gonna be the oh, twist. It, it, and Nijamalan right there. I mean I think it would be kind of cool if they brought in Sandman. Um, yeah. But the thing is, the last thing that brought in Sandman was metal. Uh, and, Ooh, yeah. you know, we'll see how this goes. Yeah. Um, but I do like uh, the kind of design that they give Batman once uh, Deadman is, like, animating him. He mm-hmm. has, like, the red eyes and stuff. It looks kind of cool. Um, but, yeah, this... It's okay. It's not yeah. like bad, but it's not like amazing. It's just like, uh, you know, this is, I guess, better than I thought it was going to be because a lot of these events are kind of met. Now, do I expect it to end well? Probably not. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah, it was okay for what it was. Uh, nothing wowed me. Um, I hate that they did reference Batman or, you know, if, oh, if you're reading Batman, because Wonder Woman's like, I'm glad you're back from uh, the whole failsafe thing. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I'm just like, <sighs> so that means in this particular story, Batman also has his hand cut off and yeah. has a magical Luke Skywalker hand. So um, that's I want to know how that's going to get resolved at some point. 
Um, couldn't he just go get put his hand in Lazarus water? Would that would it grow it back? Um, I would so, assume so, but but you know, it is what it is. Um, anyways, yeah, I mean, first blood was interesting again, just like when we had the books, just looking through all of them that there were, I'm like, holy fuck, this is a lot of books. Like, I don't know, man. I understand having summer events and stuff like that, but I think it's just pretty crazy. Um, still think it would be so much better if this was all in one book. Like, you can buy them in the trades, right? Like, you have the main book, and then you have, like, the side stories. Or, like, how many books came out this week? Probably, like, eight to ten. Um, so, July 4th, there was a total of one, two, three, four, five, six. Yeah, that's a trade literally right there. Yep. Be like, oh, yeah, First Blood book one. Boom. Or what are they calling it? Nightmares or whatever? Yeah. Okay. Book one. And then, you know, next week, book two. Boom. So this is a month-long event. Mm-hmm. One whole month. Um, starting July 4th, ending uh, July 25th. Uh, oh, actually, it's a two-month event, not yeah. one month. It's a two-month event. The first month alone, uh, July 4th, six books. July 11th, six books. July 18th, five books. So that's already 12. That's 17 books. And then one, two, three, four, five, six. Uh, so 17, six. That's uh, 23 books in one month. Yeah. Yeah. It's, that's uh, already it's almost month. four trades. Yeah. Um. I, and I don't know if this is because they're like, oh, yeah, we needed to come up with an event. So uh, Howard and, and you know, Zdarsky well, can write their, their I'm sure I'm sure it's because, like, a lot of writers are needing some sort of uh, extra time to mm-hmm. push forward with their narratives, whether that be Tom Taylor or uh, Howard and uh, Zdarsky um williamson over at superman and green arrow like these events usually give the other writers their time to really push forward with with their titles um which i mean this will do it man uh two months and it's gonna be if next month is just like this that's gonna be nearly 50 books yeah that's too much issues in two months just tell a connected story in eight to ten issues, and everybody just buys that. Like, and yeah. you bring in a bunch of other characters. You don't need all this side shit. And you know what the cool thing is? Is if you wanted to ever expand on this story, you can come. It can come out later. It doesn't need to come out all in two months. Like, I don't know, man. Because um, again, fifty books. That's also you got to buy fifty bags and boards if you want to keep them um, looking nice. And yep. I've said this. I think once you put something in a bag and board, nobody's pulling that shit out. Like you're just very rarely do you bring it back out to read it. Yeah. Yeah. And then like, I was also at the comic shop recently because my comic shop is uh, looking like it's about to move um, without telling me by the way, which I think is kind of shitty. Wish they would be very kind of vocal. I'm just supposed to show up one day and be like, um, where'd my shit go? You know what I mean? Yeah. I wish they would be a little bit more, um, you know, vocal about that. But I will say, uh, as I was there, they were talking to some dude, and they're like, "Yeah, man, you got to buy some new bags and boards because these things are only good for like ten years." And I'm just like, "That is another reason to fucking get rid of floppies. Like, yeah. you, you can't even. You have to buy like specialized bags and boards that don't dissolve over time." Yeah, I uh, 
the ones that are behind me, um, I'm coming up around that time already that yeah. I'm needing to replace them, which yeah. sucks. Yeah. And so I just think it's so it's so fucking dumb. Um, and it sucks because I do feel like if I were to take all my comics now to try to sell them, I don't know if I would really get much for them. Um, you used to work there. I don't know if it would even be worth it. Um, but I would go for store credit just to buy something else. I'd just yeah. buy hardcover shit. I don't know if they'd give me a better deal. Well, that's that's the thing, though. Uh, the really sucky thing with the comic shop that you're going to, mm -hmm. um, you cannot get trades with with store the credit. comic with store credit. Really? Yeah. That's idiotic. Yeah. That's because they know that. they can make more money if if people just buy it outright. Yeah, that's stupid. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I don't know what I'm gonna do. I have put some of them like online to sell, but we'll see. Um, it is just kind of really shitty to. I need to just call. I have. I've been keeping my box open just so I can end up selling my stuff at some point. But I need to call and be like, "Hey, y'all need to cancel my box." Um, I do have that. Um, uh, what is it called that came out? One bad days though that I bought that I'm waiting for. Um, which looks really clean in that little box set. So. Uh, but yeah, moving on from First Blood, we did have a Batman book that was somewhat interesting and had one of the most anime villains I've ever seen in this book. And it was a bat with a gun for a head. Yeah. That shit was very anime when I saw that. I feel like I've seen that. Oh, yeah, I've seen it. In, not exactly that, but I do have a couple books, uh, a couple manga, I should say of this uh series called gun no gun no gun no life or some shit like that or yes no i have life? i have the first volume of uh no gun no life yeah so um and it's just a guy that literally has a gun for a head and like oh, there's other characters that have guns for heads too and it's because they get it installed like you can like it's fucking wild again another reason why i enjoy manga because the concepts are so fucking ridiculous and um, so, yeah, it reminded me of that. But this was like, this is I'll, ad I'll admit, mm -hmm. I had heard this book was the art was bad. The story was kind of meh and everything else. Actually reading it, it wasn't half bad. Yeah, the story is not that bad, but it is another one of those things where like just just once, Clay, just once as, as much as I love Batman. I want to see Batman in trouble, you know, like, and he does get in a little bit of trouble here at the end, but like, I want to see Batman in a bad situation that I don't know if he's going to get out of it. Right. In this one, the whole like fucking 20 pages, it feels like he's like, Oh, you think you can trick me? My mind is so good. And yada, yada, yada. You know what I mean? And he's just like, like even <laughs> again, these are all nightmares and dreams or whatever. Yeah. So like, you would think, oh, he's not really in danger. Um, but the one time that he legitimately feels like he's in danger, he gets shot. Yeah. And you're like, oh, shit. And then he turns around and he's like, that has awakened me. And yeah. he becomes like an actual Batman. And I'm like, yeah. how the fuck does that even work? Like, yeah. that makes no sense whatsoever. Because he, he knows he's in a dream or he knows he's in a nightmare. So he knows how to manipulate it. Which I find it funny because, you know, just to quickly get to the end, the the it ends with him being the shooter of his parents, which I thought was interesting. I'm like, okay, that's a good fear to to jump onto. Um, 
but I did think a lot of it was like a little silly at first. Like I understand Batman is OP. Batman is great, but I don't ever want to feel like Batman is overconfident and he's the greatest person in the world. It's okay for fans to think he's the greatest person ever. I don't want Batman to feel that way. So how did you feel? Okay. So in the very beginning of this book, Mm -hmm. um, Batman is putting himself through a test, um, which he then finds out at the end of this test, he will never get over the death of his parents um, to, to a degree, I believe. Um, And he says, not until my mission to save Gotham is over, Um, which I mean, realistically, that will be never because they will continue to make comics forever. Um, But in the middle of his nightmare, um, he sees like all these gravestones, everybody's dead. Um, and we see Insomnia taking the persona of a Robin, which I really like this design. It actually looks kind of wicked. Um, but then we see Selena Kyle yeah. in her wedding gown, the exact mm. same wedding gown as the wedding issue of issue 50, uh, Batman issue 50. Um, and she's like, please just say yes and we can be together we can be happy and insomnia says like oh this is your biggest fear you're afraid to be happy yeah how'd you think about all of that in batman's response to it because batman does say i'm not afraid to be happy so like is this dc comics acknowledging what we as fans have been like complaining about like how do you feel about that well they don't give us an answer on why they're not married then you know so Again, it's um, it's George Clooney walking out of the fucking car at the end of the Flash. Like, uh, you're not giving us an answer. Um, you will never get over. That. No, I'm not gonna get over it until fucking James Gunn clears that shit up. Um, <laughs> but like, I don't know. I thought that was interesting. Uh, also, like, it is a nightmare. So, am I supposed to assume that Batman thinks he's the reason they didn't get married? when selena was the one that ran away you know what i mean also i'm also a viewer that uh you know read tom king's run where they actually got married so you know and even if you're saying that even if you're saying that uh oh well it's black label it doesn't count uh they still got married at the end of tom king's run they just didn't fucking go to the court like they're like oh we're married they gave each other rings like it's in the fucking book um and they literally got married at at the end of bat cat so I, you know, I don't, it's just one of those things where DC is fucking trying to be like, okay, well, we don't want him to be married, but we want to kind of let you guys know that we're okay with it, but we just don't want that. And I'm like, well, fuck you, dude. Like, I'm not going to sit here and believe your little stories. Now, again, is this a setup for, to allow Chip Zdarsky to do the like, oh yeah, I actually put Batman and Catwoman together. You know what I mean? I'd be pissed if that's the case. Because I don't think he can write Batman well at the moment. And then yeah. you're going to be, he's going to be the reason that they get back together. Like, fuck off. Because um, again, it's going to be like, also, I think this war thing is going to be bullshit. It feels like. I don't, there's going to be a, there's obviously going to be another villain there that is causing some drama that they're all going to team up and fight, right? Like, there's, they're not going to be Batman versus Catwoman. That's probably going to happen for like an issue or two. They're going to have a dispute. And then they're going to be hunky-dory at the end of this book. Because I saw one of the other artists, I think that's working on the whole thing, saying that, like, 
was calling Selena a hero. And like everybody in the comments were like, Oh my God, thank you so much for calling her a hero. And you know, like all, cause like everybody's like, Oh yeah, they treat her like a villain all the time. So yeah, I don't know, man. Um, that was interesting. I thought it was a nice little thing to put in there, but I mean, DC, you've burned me too many times with that. Like, I don't really care. I do think it is kind of dumb that Batman was like, I'm not scared to be happy. I'm like, then what happened, man? Explain the whole thing. Cause you did get married, but, um, so I don't know. I don't know what DC is trying to do there. Uh, but uh, nightmares going to be interesting, I guess, you know, um, I do say most of the times that, uh, these kind of events, like, I don't know. I just kind of brush them off nowadays because they do just feel like cash grabs instead of being like really good stories. Yeah. Um, but I will say the art is kind of messy here. It is Gilliam March, which I actually own a Gilliam March books, like some art books that I thought were pretty cool that I bought of his um, because he did do a lot of the Catwoman stuff back in the day, which I really enjoyed New 52. Mm-hmm. But I think as just like a lot of artists, the, you know, it gets a little bit scratchier. It gets a little bit more worn over time and it's not as clean. And I feel like it's gotten a lot less clean. I believe it was uh, let me actually look back at this Um, it was Raphael um, who had said that he had read this book Um, he said he had some interesting uh, pages but it felt very convoluted and I had told him that I had heard from a lot of people saying that uh, it wasn't great and it didn't look great Mm -hmm. um and he said, oh, well, it's it's March, so his art style very much goes along with the idea of a horror genre. So yeah. I will give him that. I do think that it does match the genre and the tone. Uh, but there was some panels that probably could have looked a little bit cleaner. Yeah, for sure. And I think, um, you know, March definitely has his own art style, just kind of like Capullo has his own art style, right? I love Capullo on Batman, but man, his metal stuff was gross to me. So, um, you know, it's kind of hit or miss. It all depends on what's happening on the, the particular date, right? So, yeah, um, yeah, I don't know, man. Uh, I will give this a little bit more time. I mean, it's the only thing we have for the next two months, right? So we'll yeah. be picking out the Batman stuff. We'll be talking about it. But I do feel like this i mean i think next week if we don't read a lot of these books man we might be confused as hell especially if it's like metal and we might just have to drop it because we're not reading everything and when you're not reading everything and they try to be like oh you got to read everything to know the story well you lose me as a reader because one i don't have the money to buy 50 books you know what i mean very true i'm going to try to read the titles that i'm already reading on a monthly basis that'll be the superman titles the flash green lantern green arrow um but there's a lot of stuff that i'm not reading um so looking at the checklist um i didn't even touch black adam this this week didn't even attempt to read it um ravager uh was drawn by dexter soy so i might go back to it uh Mm -hmm. To, to see how that's going um let's see here uh zatanna i don't even know where she is in the main continuity of books so i don't yeah. know if i'll read that one but because she was in the first book i'm sure that's going to be probably a heavily like story driven uh uh or at least event driven story there yeah. um let's see here punchline not really interested in that um Catwoman really depends on who's writing it, to be honest. 
Um, I feel like I went through that, and I don't remember if anything good happened in it. Because that was what? What week does that come out? 18th? The 18th, yeah. I want to say I skimmed it, and I don't remember it being... Oh, you know what? I think... I think it was kind of weird where, like, I don't know, I can't really mention it, I guess. Tech- well, I guess technically it doesn't fucking matter anymore because we don't have the books. But, um, yeah, there was, like, some randomness. I think Batman's in that book a lot. And it's like she's in another world, it feels like. Hmm. And she's going to teach Batman how to be um, how to be good. I mean, it to- would make sense for nightmares, so probably is in another world yeah so i don't um yeah I don't, it's weird i don't know what the hell's going on in that book but yeah, there is a lot of batman in that catwoman book if i remember correctly going through it so um but yeah anyways ladies and gentlemen shortest podcast in a really long time we didn't have much to talk about this week but uh you know we'll still try to pop out a podcast for you uh clay what do you got going on this week man uh this week we have over at star wars alliance the uh inquisitor rise of the red blade book review um book doesn't come out for another two weeks but we did get it in advance so uh we wanted to release it on the embargo date um so if you want to go check that out you can or if you want to wait until the book releases and then listen to it you can always do that as well um if any of you are a uh, patron of the geek ultimate alliance network which i am a part of i did start a new show uh a new show called uh the Marvel Ultimate Snap Alliance. Um, talking about the game Marvel Snap, like I was talking about before. Um, it's a monthly thing. I'm not going to do it every week. Uh, just kind of talking about each season as it ends. Um, and I'm heavily invested in that game. So uh, just as much as Juice is invested in uh, Genshin, I'm invested in Marvel Snap. So it's it's pretty crazy. Uh, so go check that out if you are a patron. Nice, nice. Uh, I have uh, I announced this on. Um... The Twitch stream, or I should say just the live stream last night, I am going to be streaming on Kick. So if you guys want to go uh, try out Kick, uh, I'm going to be doing an experiment. It isn't just me just trying to stream over there. I am going to do 30 streams on Kick, not in a row, but I'm going to do 30 streams on Kick to see if it's worth it. Uh, I want to see if uh, people that are on a moral high ground are just like talking shit. Or if Kick is like, no, we're actually trying to be a platform for serious people and like we're not trying to do other shit because they have done things, I think, to please other people. They uh, they let you hide gambling and hot tub streams if you want to do that. So not even Twitch does that. Oh, wow. So I think it's pretty interesting because a lot of the moral high ground people are like, oh, they're promoting gambling. Well, this this Kick was just like, okay, well, we'll hide gambling if you want. And now what do you say? You know, I mean, you can still say that they're backed by gambling or whatever. But then again, Amazon is also backing Twitch. So, um, you know, everybody is doing something bad. So I don't I don't give a shit about the moral high ground. I want to know, is it a viable platform? So if you have a kick account and you want to go follow me over there, I am going to be maybe as early as tonight testing to see if it works well. And then I'm going to do a dual stream on Friday if it works well um, on YouTube. But if you're following my YouTube, I will constantly still be streaming on YouTube um but kick will also be a thing because i'm going to be doing experiments over there so uh yeah that is where you could find me and i don't know if i've also mentioned this but i am no longer doing editing uh well not as much editing if anything on my job so uh i can finally 100 start focusing on my actual youtube channel because i've gotten tired of editing as i was doing it at my job 
And so now I'm going to focus on doing my own shit. So that should be pretty cool. But uh, that is going to be it, ladies and gentlemen. As always, he is Fanboy Clay. I am Juice Wayne. And remember, Batman is awesome. Batman! News Weekly.